We are here for Reaction Cast time. That's right. We're talking about Legacy. It's episode number 67 of Under the Dome Radio. Welcome back to Under the Dome Radio. And just remember that when you're at the shooting range, Bend your knees, folks. This is not Charlie's Angels. We're going to tug on your heartstrings a little bit tonight and talk about Under the Dome's legacy. And me, I'm at Wayne Henderson, your voice acting, podcasting, Green Bay Packers fan. And you, sir? I am at Troy Heinrichs, otherwise known as Sir Troy to all of you. And I am just glad that we got to see one Hector Martin grace our screens. Eric LaSalle from behind the camera, now in front of the camera, talking about his boyfriend, Patrick. It seems like they had some kind of relationship going on. They really cared for each other. Cared him so much, he locked him up in a cage. I don't know right. why they just didn't do a podcast. Well, it looked like he was locked up in a pod, yeah. and they were casting him out from everything else that he wanted to do in his life. And there were some caskets in this episode, so maybe they were doing pod caskets instead of podcasts. It's very confusing. I, re- I was hoping it was going to be pneumatic tubes and they were going to shoot them like straight back up to wherever the heck these aliens came from. Now that would have been awesome, Sir Troy. Well, tonight, legacy. And who's to say we didn't say there would be consistency in this show? Because who knew that leg- that uh, Lily actually had a purpose? It's the daughter of this new character, Patrick. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Every time she was on the screen, I just stopped paying attention because I didn't know and I didn't want to know. But so if here's you the say qu- there was a purpose, I'm good with that. Well, here's the question I have for the okay. first one for the evening. So they're on this little swing set bench thing that's outside of the of the house, right? And it and then of course Hector leans over, gives Lily a kiss on the head. I promised I would protect you. I I swear we've heard the same kind of story with Big Jim and company before the dome came down. I think we have in a few different locations. It's it's a common theme that we've got going on under the dome, as well as on quite a few other television shows. So if we've learned anything from under the dome in the last three seasons, it has been enforced ever since the 1980s or even before that. Don't take candy from strangers because they say they're going to protect you and they really have ulterior motives in mind. Yeah, better safe than sorry. You can go to the convenience store and buy yourself Whoppers Three Musketeers, any sort of chocolates, or if you prefer, gummy worms, whatever you want. So initial thoughts on the Patrick backstory. Did you like the fact that we had some kind of reasoning behind why they introduced Hector Martin so late in the show and kind of gave him a purpose for going forward in these last four episodes? Uh, To be quite frank. And I stress last four episodes. Yes, exactly. (laughs) And to be frank, whoever he is, he might be the new barber in town. I think it is far too late in Under the Dome to bring this type of stuff to the story. And I don't think it added anything. And I didn't really care. What do you mean? They brought in like all the answers in like 10 episodes of Lost right at the end after six seasons. It's a perfect way to wrap it all up really quickly and still not tell you anything. I, I don't know. It just didn't gel with me. I, I It's just me. It's not you. It's me. George Costanza Ah, invented that, you know. There you go. So my next question to you, Sir Wayne, is did you pick up on this week's Lost Reference? I picked up on a few. I mean, for one, it really felt like a flipping of a lost scene 
when we saw the grave with all of those uh, ladies that we knew and the listeners knew were all going to be sacrificed one at a time. And there they were. All we needed was John Locke falling onto the dead bodies and looking up at bigger, taller ghost Walt, and it would have been perfect. Yes, and that is exactly why one Wayne Henderson, you, sir, did a lost podcast, because that's exactly the lost episode that I, or lost kind of flashback thingy that I picked up on this week as well. I was like, hey, are those some Dharma uniforms on those? Oh, no, those are white nightgowns from the dress barn. Right. Uh, The white nightgowns, Dharma uniforms, they're very similar in some ways. Yeah, it was very vague. Energy sucking life force dummy. And you know what I noticed about uh, a janitor. Oh my. <laughs> or, or workman. <laughs> Roger Workman, that guy, an idol. You know, ever since uh Julia kissed Barbs and he's now back, you know, supposedly, at least for a while, he's turned into this kinder, gentler, huggy, touchy feely. You know, near the beginning he tells Barbie, I mean Barbie tells Julia. Let's talk about it. And whenever you yeah. hear the phrase, let's talk about it, you better get comfortable because it's going to be a while. I really love the uh, throwback to uh, Dawson's Creek. For those of you that are familiar with that show, was also filmed in Wilmington, North. And I swear, I was watching Dawson and Joey sitting right there on their <laughs> backyard dock. They, they were getting ready for a long evening of palaver. Ah, very nice. Bringing in the Dark Tower already on the reaction cast, not five minutes in. (laughs) Why waste time, Troy? Why waste time? So I actually did some math during the show. And if everybody was correct last week from our listeners who said there were 12 virgins, uh, Neil from Bowie doesn't agree with us that there's actually virgins, you know, but that's a different story for a different day. Either did Chester Mills. Okay. But there, there were 12, according to the, the, the audience. I was trying to count them tonight through the you know frosty cloth thing that they had to put down to make the brown of the barn go away. Um, so 12 people in white sucked the energy out of them. Each one represents three weeks of gestation time. So one, one white virgin girl equals three weeks of food for a baby, and that's how you get to 36 weeks. Is she, that that new you know, common core math? It has to be because she really looked like she was at term in one episode. She, she's about ready to burst. But, you know, famous last words, Troy, what happens next will be beautiful. You know, I, I have to say, I like purple glowing stuff. Well, that's why it's part of our logo. And even here on the uh, video portion of the podcast, part of our, our uh, little signage. What are these called again? Depending on how you white balance your camera, your shirt could even pass for purple this week. It's jet black. I don't know, close enough, but it sounds like voodoo to me, just like it sounded like voodoo to Big Jim Rennie. Sounded like voodoo when Hunter was trying to explain where he buried this file and how it was in some backdoor dark Uh, web something or another. And I was like, do you hear the words that are coming out of your mouth? Well, if I I don't understand anything he's saying. It doesn't matter because if they can stop the kinship, uh, we will have domestic bliss. Yes. Uh, they even had a, a really good one in the trailer. I couldn't, I, I couldn't remember what it was. Let me pull it up on my Twitter here. I, it, I had to tweet it out because I was like, I can't believe they just actually used that phrase in the trailer. It was pretty domtastic, and I think that's what it was. I think it was domtastic, or uh, domtacular, I believe. Maybe domtacular. That's what it was. Yes, yes, you were right. Domtacular. Well, I have a question for you and for the listeners. 
Uh, remember when, before the season started, this is n- nothing to do with being frozen or anything. Before the season started, the producers said we would get a lot more death on Under the Dome this season. Now, of course, they did not mention that aside from Nori's mother, it'd mostly just be a bunch of nameless red shirts, you know. Well, you know, I, I'm just excited that there were 12 deaths in one one week. That's that's huge. That's more death than they're holding up to their promises. If it, if only it was people that have had speaking lines, people that we had some sort of connection with. But on the plus side, it was great to see Big Jim and Nori just taking out the red shirt zombies left and right. They're on the porch of the house. They were just going at it. Oh, no, they, they're never going to take anybody out in that regard because... Yeah, I'm the, I'm your inside guy. This is my safe house. And I'm going to make sure that I get all the information you need because that's what you do when you have good troops who send them in. The person that's you know part of the group that can blend in to get you all the stuff that you need. You can't kill me. I'm valuable. Exactly. Emphasis <laughs> on the egg. And here in California, it's tough to get eggs at a good price. We've got some lame new rules and laws that are causing an egg shortage. So, of course, the prices are going up 25%. I'm never going to get to Zenith this way. But you notice that they brought back the horrific whistling this week. We had Uncle Sam whistling while he was working, and I have uncovered what he was thinking about. Do you care to guess, Sir Troy? Um, I have a theory on the whistling and why the thing glows when you get to the certain tones, but I would love to hear your thoughts first because I think it might be better. Maybe not better. However, this is my particular theory that Uncle Sam, while he was whistling, he was thinking about it's less than a week until a brand new episode of the Packers Fan Podcast comes out, hosted by Sir Troy and Sir Wayne. And you can find that show at PackersFanPodcast.com, iTunes, Spreaker, Stitcher, and all the places. So Sam was pretty excited and started whistling. That's what I think what was going on there. That was exactly what I thought he was going on there. I'm glad you picked up on that too. It's like we have, you know, a brain connection or something. Maybe some amniotic fluid is flowing through these uh, internet cables or something. Well, I say oxy. You say tosin. There you go. <laughs> and no Christine this week, even though she was mentioned. Yeah. Well, I wonder what that was all about. Like, are they going to show next week as we go into the episode? Like, she was off doing something else, like some kind of preparations for the queen's arrival powering up the spaceship with more human batteries barring some tommy knockers references here and there (laughs) i i I don't know why they just like at least have her like show up once maybe talking to junior and say at least in the opening of the you know hey whatever you do don't let anybody in this barn you know something along those lines i guarantee uh she's going to be back with a vengeance and freaking people out next week Maybe it's a budgetary thing. Maybe there's only so many former like ER people that can only be on the show at one time because they can't afford the salaries. It could be something along those lines. I doubt that her scenes ended up on the cutting room floor this week. Yeah, it's it just weird for her being such a prominent character all season, and then boom, like nothing at all in one episode. So there, there had to have been some kind of calculated reason for that. We'd like to hear from you. You can give us a call at plus one nine zero four four six nine seven four six nine. Or, of course, underthedomeradio.com slash feedback. That way you can uh, send in an MP3 file if you have your own ability to record your voice. Or you can use our built-in voicemail right there on the website. Push a little red button to record, and you are off and running to be part of the show later this weekend. Maybe next week they'll do something similar and just not have any scenes with Barbie, Ava, or Julia. 
Oh, no. See, I, I think we need to have the episode that I was talking about. We were texting earlier today, and I said that what we should do is we should have Barbie, Julia, and Ava, and because of the baby, it's going to be like a complete triad, and something's going to happen, and all three of them are going to get wiped out, and then Big Jim will have to run the whole show going forward. I love it, and I think you should write for the show. Because I that's am even better. Willing and standing by. <laughs> standing by. <laughs> that's even better. My original thought, and you took it to the next level, was I thought, how long will it be before Ava's baby kills Ava and Barbie? But uh, yours is even more spectacular. Well, yeah, because if this is a queen baby, a star child, it's got to be born in an epic proportion. So mom dies in childbirth. And as the baby is born, it lashes out at dad, kills dad because it doesn't need any darn parents taking care of it, taking care of it. Right. And then it looks at Julia and goes, well, you're just here. I need food. And then devours Julia. See, I would love to see that in one of these final three episodes, but you know, Nori is the best. I mean, the best. She just Absolutely. barely learned how to take the safety off, bend her knees. And that next thing you know, straight bullet shot right through the head. Hey, you know what though? She did fire a bow and arrow at one time and was able to have be a pretty good aim. So I, I had no qualms about her aiming capability. My question was, could she pull the trigger without falling down? Yeah, she did That's kill a pig. On those guns. She even told us that she killed a pig. That's right. <laughs> Anyways. Oh my goodness. <laughs> Anybody want some bacon? I'm hungry. Well, coming up next on the upcoming episode of Barn Flippers with Babs and Ava. <laughs> you know, from the outside, it did kind of look like a barn, but from the inside, and not just with the white netting and all that, I did not see any resemblance to a barn. It looked like a high-end New York loft on the 10th floor. That's right. It's it's the barn deco. Barn uh, deco? Art, art style from Pottery Barn or something that's coming out this week. Oh. How many barn references can we throw in one segment? Oh, there's lots of barn references. I mean, there are flipper shows for everything. There's Flipping Vegas, Flipping This. There's, what, uh, yard sale flippers. Why not barn flippers? There you go. And you could almost say that someone left the barn door open because Barbie got in after that giant pulsating purple light drew him ever closer to his potential child. He just had to go see his potential child, which I still think there's a chance that it might not really be his. I was waiting for him to come up to the two guards at the door and say, I am not the Barbie that you once knew. You need to make sure that you let me in. (laughs) These are not the droids you are looking for. Or the star child you're looking for. Like Hank Davis told us in his voicemail last week, we unfortunately do have a full-fledged, fast-growing star child. Yes, I am curious because I don't know if you noticed in the opening, remember we had a little bit of a tirade last week about if we did the math, we counted all the episodes, You know, we should be in like week five. And sure enough, this week, Big Jim said in the opening credits, it's been four weeks under the dome, so maybe they heard us and said, oh, yeah, we should probably change that. <laughs> Every now and then they, they decide to throw in something just to mess up because we were starting to be convinced, thanks to some listener feedback, I don't have it right in front of me right now, but the fact that Big Jim was doing the voiceover intro and how he kept referencing three weeks that possibly that meant that time had been frozen or something is seriously wrong here. Aside from the fact that we have aliens taking over people with oxytocin, there's space eggs, pink stars, and a dome. Other than that, something is wrong. But now it's fixed. Now we are all better. Time is moving differently. 
we won't say forward or backward or the right way. We'll just say differently because you never know with these shows <laughs> what's actually going on. But we are at least four weeks since the dome came down, and it is calcifying. We do need to make sure that we actually can eradicate the dome come hell or high water because we all have to be saved, aliens and humans alike. And so we go back to the whistling, and I'll have to go back and watch it again and count how many times Sam whistles, like how many notes there are, because maybe each note, I was trying to count it because that's what Joe was doing, and I think that each note represents one of the uh, crystals around the schematic. And so oh. each crystal has its own tone, and then, of course, if we do a ripoff of Close Encounters of the Third Kind, they have to play the right tone sequence in order to make the dome shatter. I knew you were going to be going there as soon as you started talking about the tones. Yep. I would not it's be all, surprised. Once again, it's all about math. And mashed, important. and mashed potatoes. I am hungry for mashed potatoes. So the question becomes, if you whistle the one direction and the amethyst glows, and if the amethyst technically powers the dome, I think the prediction is going to be that you need to whistle in reverse. And that's what happens to get the dome to shatter. I'm standing by. <laughs> you heard it here first. Reaction cast. East Coast feed just finished. Who else has that theory? Call it in. Plus one, nine, zero, four, four, six, nine, seven, four, six, nine. Whistle in reverse and you bring the dome down. Let's see if that happens in the next two to three weeks. I think you're onto something. And this is definitely the first place I've ever heard of such a thing. And Troy, I am all on board. And if you whistle it backwards, maybe it actually will be a tune that we recognize once and for all. Wouldn't it be? Guess what? It'll probably turn out to be the Beach Boys Good Vibrations. Lost exactly. shout out. Whoever would have thought all those years that we played all of our records backwards and now we actually have to play them the other way in order to make it sound right. Yes, yes. <laughs> they record it backwards. We play it backwards, which turns it forwards. Turn me on, Dead Man. Uh, Paul, yeah, I am the Walrus, Cuckoo Kajub, and all the great Beatles things from back in the day. It's all well, sense. I'm going to leave it to you, Sir Wayne. Anything else you'd like to share before we move into our uh, goodbyes for this reaction cast and get ready for the fun part, which is talking to all of you on the full episode this weekend? Uh, my two final thoughts are, one, I love hearing from listeners and their thoughts and theories and, and anything else that they want to share with us. So go to underthedomeradio.com slash feedback, share your thoughts, because I love to hear them and we are looking forward to sharing them with everybody else on our full featured feedback episode coming right out. And the other quick thing that I noticed that was just odd and really stood out was that baby bottle sketch that was on the post outside of the, the home there. Yeah, I have to go back and watch that one too. It was even referenced in the show about the baby bottle, and I, that has to mean something. So I'm going to go back and I'm going to double-check a couple scenes from this week. We'll be all primed and ready to go to talk about legacy with all of you again plus one nine zero four four six nine seven four six nine under the dome radio.com slash feedback get those in by 8 p.m eastern tomorrow so you can be on the show yes thank you for listening i'm at wayne henderson barbie baby bottle barbie baby bottle <laughs> and i'm at troy heinrichs and i hope that we don't have to be in a grave with those dead girls trapped under the dome Under the Dome Radio. Under the Dome.
Under the Dome Radio is a proud member of Noodle Mix Network. Get more of our award-winning and award-nominated podcasts to make you think, laugh, and succeed at noodle.mx. Get organized in your personal and professional life. Laugh with our clean comedy. Theorize over great television shows and so much more. All waiting for you at noodle.mx.